Welcome to the Open Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Athena Lacari. On this show, you can expect powerful, life-changing codes and conversations to help you unlock your infinite potential in life, love, leadership, money, and business. But in my world, the manifestation isn't the point or the goal. It's the ecstatic byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. So what do you say? Are you ready to open up? Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Open Up Podcast. (sighs) We've got another Instagram live transmission that was taken from the end of 2023 for today's episode. And this is one that filled up my inbox so freaking fast after I shared it (laughs) and is one that I still get a lot of messages and comments about today. So I am really excited for you to receive it. It is all about cracking open to limitless pathways and possibilities. We often get clouded by our egoic mind and our emotions where we're no longer able to be on this frequency of everything being available and possible. And in this transmission, I'm going to teach you how to consciously open yourself again and again and again so you can stop just dreaming about limitless possibilities and actually be on the frequency where they exist. So as always, before we jump into the juice, I do want to let you know about a few things that are happening in my world right now. The first one being the Unlocked Masterclass. So this is a transmission that's going to support you in learning how to stop blocking your soul's desires. So many people come into my world and they want to learn about how to actively create the life they desire. And that's what we do in my signature program, Becoming a Conscious Creator. But before you can get to that point and place, the first step is learning how to get out of the way, how to stop blocking the things that you've been asking for from coming into being. And that's what we do together inside of the Unlocked Masterclass. So again, it is completely free. It is instant access. And if you haven't joined us yet, the link to do so is in the show notes. And last but not least, I am opening up a special intimate membership very soon. I've been saying (laughs) this week, next week, but the energy, depending on when you're listening to this, of course, has been shifting and changing and a few things have been coming in. So soon, soon, soon. And I haven't released any information other than this is an experience and a way to be in this work on a daily basis. And honestly, the price point is so delicious and so insane. (laughs) And I'm so excited to invite you in and offer it to you. Again, there haven't been many details, but if you really resonate with this work and you want to be on this frequency of your true self and and of your soul's desires more often, continuously, consistently, you are going to love what this membership includes and is all about. So again, in the show notes as well, there is the information on how you can join the waitlist for that by emailing my team. Everything is always in the show notes now and forever. So if you're ever curious, if you're ever like, oh, she talked about this thing, where can I find it? Show notes, show notes, show notes. All right, loves, that's it from me. Let's jump into the episode.
my neck, my shoulders. There's been so much tension lately. And I have been learning the value and the benefit and the importance of working out my upper body to relieve tension headaches. And it's life-changing. I don't know if any of you have ever had tension headaches or have chronic neck things like I do. Maybe you hunch over like a Disney witch when you type or you don't have an ergonomically friendly computer set up. It's changing everything. <laughs> oh, how are you guys doing? How is your day? So excited to chat with you about cracking open to limitless pathways and possibilities. And when I say this, I want you to really receive it in your being and in your body. The limitless pathways and possibilities already exist. And if you're not in relationship to life in an infinite way where you're neutral and open and available to whatever the present moment looks like, this isn't going to land. This will sound like a pretty mental concept. Infinite, what did I say? Infinite or limitless, whichever one I said. Limitless, I see, I see the L at the top of the screen. Limitless pathways and possibilities. Like, cute, I love that. Let's text it, let's tag it, let's tweet it, let's put it on a bumper sticker, maybe a mug, maybe a keychain. I love that, adorable. But I'm not interested in, in turning you on with mental concepts. I want to help you actually tap into the frequency where you exist on this infinite playing field of life where anything is possible and can fall out of the sky and open up for you in a moment's notice, and it does. My work is not about getting you to believe something. I don't believe things. I'm on the frequency of true self, and then I have experiences that reflect back how this world works when we're conscious versus how we are unconscious. And so if you're still operating from primarily or even exclusively the limitations and the structures and the concepts of your mind, that's where you'll find yourself. Watching this video, listening to a podcast, reading my posts from this place of, ooh, that's empowering, but it not translating into your reality and feeling like I don't know what the missing piece is. So I want to set this transmission up with the reminder of being in your body to the best of your ability to receive what I'm saying because this is embodiment work and something we talk about in becoming a conscious creator to <laughs> a nauseum is living in your body, period. Like, like stop living in your mind. Stop going into all of your thoughts. Stop projecting into the future. Stop regurgitating the past. Live here, in reality, in your body, in your energy. Then, not only are you going to just understand what I'm saying, but you're going to feel it here and now, and you're going to be able to actually experience it. Again, I have no interest in teaching you mental concepts that you fill a notebook about and feel good about for 30 minutes after this live, and then feel like, what was that thing that girl said? And feel like you just keep living the same life over and over and over again on autopilot because you weren't receiving it from your body, in your body. So many people ask, I had somebody in my inbox yesterday about this actually. She's saying, I love what you talk about, but how do you actually bring it into embodiment where this is how you live and what you experience? 
And I said, well, first of all, becoming a conscious creator is the program where you learn how to embody all of this. It is the process. It is the way of being. It is the way of how to experience this in every area of your life to live and create consciously. And you've got to live in your body to receive what I'm saying instead of trying to understand it or else it's going to miss you completely. And you'll go from person to person, book to book, event to event, retreat to retreat, live to live, masterclass to masterclass, looking for this answer of like, how do I create a more peaceful, harmonious, expansive existence for myself in every area and for the good of this planet? And you won't realize that you have the keys in your pocket. And the way that you, oh yeah, is by shh. And mm, as you receive, as you be, we are using life as a moving meditation, first and foremost, for our own peace and sanity, and secondary, so we can create on purpose instead of from the conditioning of our mind. So I want you to notice if there's a part of you when I give this transmission, as this really is about deep energetics, if there's a part of you that feels like you're trying to, okay, my mind is whirling and whizzing and doing all these things, trying to make sense of it. Okay, but how do I actually and just receive? Because I promise, yes, the embodiment pieces, the practices in the program, all that, very important. But if you're able to listen with your body instead of your mind, it doesn't even matter when you get it or if you get it. You'll just be living your life doing what you do and you'll be like, oh, 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 because it's in you. Okay, so of course I do want you to feel what I'm saying and get the picture and get on board with it. But this is the most important thing. I do not want you to just be like, that was interesting. I want this to actually shift how you show up, how you move, and who you be. You've got to be in the body to receive that. <sighs> all right, all right. Oh, hello, beautiful human. What are we LOLing about? <laughs> okay, I'm shaking the thing here. Uh, there we go. <sighs> so when you live in your mind... And you're identified with all of your thoughts. And there's not an awareness that there's me and thoughts floating by. And there's me and there are emotions that are happening through me. We become everything that comes into our field. A song comes on and we, oh, this is me. And this is how I'm seeing this moment. This is how I'm feeling about this moment. This is how I'm reacting to this moment. This is what I'm creating in this moment. All unconsciously. And from that space, the idea that there are infinite pathways and that this moment is neutral and whole and complete and anything could happen at any moment if you're open and available to it sounds like a dream because that's only available to those who have a certain level of consciousness. I'm sorry to say not everyone can benefit from the infinite possibilities and pathways of the universe if they're living in their mind. Because the mind only knows one pathway and it only knows one possibility. And that's what it already knows and has already seen that it keeps projecting onto every single moment. So I could say to you right now in the midst of your struggle, let's say, 
let's say that you're in a space where you're feeling like you're not financially where you desire to be and there's pressure. There's something you require and desire physical dollars for and you're not really sure how to bring that into your experience. I could say to you from my own wisdom and knowing of how energetics and money works that just be present. Just stay open. Money could fall in today. You could bump into someone at the farmer's market. You could get a new job. You could get a client that pays your highest rate for a year. You could sell that script. Your album that you did six years ago could come back around and whatever. And your mind would be like, well, two parts. Your mind might be like, oh, like I want to believe that. And like, oh, yeah. But then it goes back into its old well-worn groove. Or immediately it's like, that's just some like airy fairy stuff. And like, this is the reality. This is the well-worn groove. And I'm not even open to the idea of being open to things being able to flow in, shift, change, and rearrange in a second's notice when I'm on the frequency because I'm not on the frequency to even know that's a possibility. That's why I said you've got to be in your body to receive this. Otherwise, it doesn't land. So what happens is when we're exclusively living from this projected place of our ego and we're disconnected from the purity of this moment, we're constantly seeing the present moment through a story. So limitless possibilities and opportunities and experiences are always floating in your field, are always ready to come in. But when you're disconnected from true self and your thoughts and your emotions and your patterns and your programs and your identity is in the way, there's very little space for things to land. So the amount of space that you have open in your being, the space between your thoughts, the space between your emotional reactions, the space between your projections, the space between you and your experiences, that dictates and determines what comes into your field. It's kind of like, like a shower head. The shower head has all these holes, but if there's gunk in some of them, water's not going to come through the ones where there's gunk in. And the gunk that we're talking about, I've never said the word gunk so many times in my life, is the distortion of the egoic self that's projected onto the present moment. Our energy needs to be clear to receive. Our frequency needs to be solid to receive. Our frequency needs to be connected to the truth to allow what is already on the way to pop into our field. And once you understand this, once you start noticing that you're getting in your own way with all of these thoughts and emotions and patterns and ways of being that are disconnecting you from this clean, clear frequency, it starts to be really simple because you notice, as I said before, Either you're open and available to the present moment or you're not. And it's very clear. Open and available to the moment means I'm not projecting my mental, emotional stories, patterns, reactions, and ways of being onto this here and now. I'm neutral. I'm grounded. I'm clear. And I'm experiencing this here and now beyond my story. And the experiencing of here and now beyond my story is what allows me to stay open. Things flow into my field and it looks to the untrained eye like magic. It looks like I'm just 
watching five hours of New Girl and all of a sudden this opportunity to <laughs> do this TED Talk experience lands in my inbox and I didn't do anything. It looks like someone just on my door and we start chatting and they turn into a private client. It looks like things are just falling from the sky. But the truth is there's an intentionality with my energy to stay receptive to all that's available and possible beyond logic that allows these things to come in. Logic from where I stand and in the context from which we're speaking is really just fear in disguise. Logic is the programming of your mind that's saying, if I'm here and I want to get here, but this is happening now or that's not happening now, it means this which means that, so I'm going to close off my energy to the present moment. I'm going to disconnect from this here and now, and I'm going to go in my mind and think, 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 because something's wrong and something's missing and I need to make something happen. And I don't feel good because something's wrong, something's missing, I need to make something happen. And then I've got my logic goggles on where I'm just tiny little hole to receive from the universe. And then we say, okay, I just need to believe that more is available and possible. I just need to believe that this world is magical. I just need to believe all these things these people on the internet are saying. No, you don't need to believe it. You need to be it. Life wants to create through you. Life wants to create with you. The things that you desire to experience and bring forward in this lifetime for yourself and your friends and your family and your work and the good of this planet. You didn't come up with that on your own. Life is co-creation. Me and the universe. Me and God. Me and creation. It's all truly oneness. But there's a teamwork understanding that... I don't just desire to share this message with you because I desire to spread this message. Life wants me to spread this message because I am life and life is me. So when we realize that me and life are on the same team and that life actually hasn't been knocking me down or resisting me or fighting against me, it's just been, I've been closed off to it and I, I haven't been allowing it to flow through me. Well, then all of a sudden I start getting curious of where am I closing myself off to the present moment, tripping in my mind and disconnecting my energy from all that is truly available, possible, and is already happening now. And so you start going on a journey where you start noticing like, oh my gosh, I'm closing my heart off all the time. I don't like when this happens. I'm scared that's going to happen. I'm wondering what does that mean if that happens. I'm scared that that hasn't happened yet. I'm frustrated that this is happening. It's all this compounded emotion that's keeping me from living with an open heart here and now. Why am I doing this? I do believe that there are limitless pathways and possibilities to get to where I want to go and create what I'm, what I'm here to create in this lifetime. But I, I'm not actually experiencing that, which means I'm not on the frequency of that. And I'm not on the frequency of that on that because I'm, I'm consciously unplugging myself from the frequency. You don't have to plug yourself into it. You already are it. It already is you. Your true self is connected, is aligned.
is oneness with everything. So what are you doing to disconnect? Where are you pulling the plug on the present moment and going into some other moment because you feel vulnerable here and now? Not because of what's happening here and now, but because of what you're feeling here and now. What's going on in my inner mental movie that's making me sweat right now. I'm just sitting on a chair, but I'm terrified. I'm, I'm thinking about running out of money and becoming homeless, and my arm hairs are raised. It feels so real. I'm disconnecting from the fullness of this moment. Anything is possible and available and flowing through, and I, I do feel and believe what she's saying, but I'm not living there. In fact, not only am I not open to the present moment and the infinite possibilities, but I am closed off to the moment and focused on very specific experiences that I think are the only possibilities. And so the curiosity continues. Why am I doing this? Infinite reality. Anything is possible and available and happening now. I just need to be on the frequency of my true self instead of what I've been conditioned to be. That seems pretty simple. I just need to keep deepening my awareness of this here and now. And just stay open. Okay. But why am I not staying open? Because you're trying to protect your pain. I learned very early on in my business that my pain was showing. <laughs> the first launch I ever did, hundreds of people signed up for this wait list for something. And I remember it was my birthday, uh, 2019. And that day, I was having a birthday party with some of my friends, and nobody had bought the program yet. First launch, was so bummed about it and realized, like, ooh, I'm attaching to a lot of fears and insecurities from my human. And it was this whole thing, and I needed my friends to support me to, like, kind of work through this and, like, be okay within myself and have a good birthday because I wanted to have a good birthday. But I was so sad, and I felt so frustrated and also so vulnerable that I had shared this thing. And that every, a lot of people were like, yeah, ooh, okay. And then nobody bought it. And it was so perfect that this was happening on my birthday because it felt energetically just like as if I had said, come over to my house. It's my birthday. I rented this beautiful place for us. I've got the space. I've got the music. I've got the food. This is like who's coming. It's going to be so fun. And then on the day of my party, nobody came. Hmm. I didn't like how that felt. And I worked through it. And I was like, there's some pain here. This never came up for me before. I didn't know this was hiding. Now, the funny part of that story is that people had been buying all the live long day, but for some mysterious reason, my notifications had turned off. And so it wasn't actually a learning experience. It was an experience that was like, oh, <laughs> and people bought. Now I'm happy. <laughs> so I had to go on a deep journey, multiple years long, to really work with and understand this deep pain that was in myself, not just in my business, but just in my being, that is within all of us because we've had experiences on this planet. And if you have yet to learn how to live and create on, on purpose and to live consciously, I would bet my bottom dollar that your pain is unconsciously running the show. 
And a lot of people say, well, what pain? Like, I don't really feel like I'm in pain. Pain is resistance to this moment. Pain and suffering is stories that disconnect you from well-being. From the perfection of this here and now. From the wholeness of what is. From the truth of yourself. That, that's pain. Pain doesn't have to be what happened in 1997 with your family. Pain doesn't have to be what happened in your childhood. It can be. And that can definitely shape the lens of our conditioning and the programming of our ego. But suffering is, is resistance. Mind-made and emotional resistance that disconnects us from the perfection and the ease and the joy and the peace and the neutrality of this moment. So we've got to start noticing where are we unplugging from the perfection of all that is? Because we're trying to protect our pain. I don't want to get hurt. When your mind is looping and racing in fear and thoughts about the future and what's going to happen, all that's happening is you're keeping yourself busy in your mind thinking, what if, what if, what if, because I don't want to get hurt. I'm afraid to feel pain, so I'm trying to protect myself with all these future outcomes. Even if they're not positive outcomes, it makes me feel like at least I'm taking care of myself in case something bad happens and it creates pain while well, I was on the lookout. Until we meet the mental, emotional, and psychological pain that is stored in our bodies, we just recreate it in our reality. And that's why we hit the same walls. And have the same experiences because we cannot go further than the, the limitations of our conditioning until we move through this. Which is why I said the body is so important. Because you can't be open to life, the magic of life, the miracles of life, the juice of life, the joy of life, if you're always trying to protect your heart. How can you move through the world with peace and ease and joy? How can you show up for your friends and your family and your work and to your purpose and your vision and your mission and whatever you're here to create on this planet if your heart isn't open? You'll disconnect, you'll unplug, and your whole life will be about trying to protect this pain. And that is not on the frequency of limitless pathways and possibilities being your reality where you can su be supported by and connect to the flow of life. Not because the flow of life is punishing you like, oh, sorry, you're stuck in your silly little human stuff. I'm not going to support you. But because there's gunk in the way. The water's like, I'm flowing. If you just released and removed some of this gunk, you... But again, that's why I said the, the magic and the miracles and the open experience is, is limited to people who are willing and ready to take off that coat of pain and live naked in the present moment. You can't receive the warmth of the sun with this old, smelly, heavy coat. So your vulnerability and your Willingness to be vulnerable with yourself is one of the most important things you could ever master in this journey. And this is, I believe this is, I walk you through, through a specific process in becoming a conscious creator in the module on 
navigating emotions and transcending triggers uh, in like honoring, releasing this pain that is running the show and specifically working with these tools to teach you how to meet this vulnerability and this fear. Because what I find is that so many people are aware that fear is present, that vulnerability is in the room, that there's something slowing me down or holding me back. My emotions, my thoughts, my feelings about things, but they're like, WTF, mate, like, what do I actually do about it? I hung out there for such a long time. In the beginning of my work, it's hard to really put timelines on things, but just for my own <laughs> consistency. In the beginning of my work, there was such an open heart of like, I just want to share and I just want to give. And then once I first had that experience that was like, oh, I just invited everyone over and nobody came. Then it was like, oh, this cold world out there. I need my jacket. It's not the warm place I thought it was. And from there on out, every time that I shared something with the world, it felt like I was like, will you take my heart? Please don't break it. I'm so fragile. I don't like the possibility that I might get hurt in this. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't think of that before. And now I'm thinking of it. And now every time I'm going to do something, I notice that there's this fear. And as I evolved, I learned how to and prioritize my own peace and power independent of what was happening to crack open to the fullness of here and now. Everything started pouring and rushing in and I was like, whoa, I get it. And then I had a deepening of that journey to consciously have the ability and the tools to navigate this knowing that it was a thing. If you are getting in your own way, you know it. You are a high-level being. You are conscious as hell. You might not unlock, have not unlocked your full consciousness yet, but you can tell when you're getting in your own way. You can feel when there's a wound within you that's festering or a thought within you that's making you go, uh, I want to be open to life and I want to move and I want to do this thing and I want to create, but uh, maybe your right mind. That could happen. Uh, maybe your right heart. That would hurt. Maybe we just won't do it. Or maybe we'll do it a little bit, but then we'll, we'll pull out when, when we start to feel, uh, And from that frequency, again, the the water can't come through. The support, the guidance, the resources, the information, the people, the, the money, the experiences, all of the things. Because you are repelling them simply because and exclusively because you don't yet know how to navigate sensation. When I learned this, and this process that I teach in the program is not something that I uh, like just came up with for the program. <laughs> I think that you probably understand my energy by now that I, it's not really my vibe. It's something I have been practicing and playing with and working on for years and was like, okay, I'm going to bring this to the collective. Because I find that when so many people talk about processing thoughts and emotions, they do it from the head. And what I want to teach you is how to do it in your body and in your energetic field so you're not constantly processing through your mind, which is just creating more stories. 
You need to learn how to actually be able to sit with sensation when it arises in your body. And instead of closing off your heart around it, consciously opening up to it and processing the stuck, stagnant, hurt energy from the past that's still stored in your body so you can keep moving. So you can stay open. Our doubts, our fears, our insecurities, all of this comes from, I feel like I just circled my little bang thing here with my finger. All of this comes from this fact that we're afraid to feel pain. And all of this is happening deeply and completely unconsciously. There might be an awareness that it's uh, occurring, but when it's occurring, we are fully identified with this pain. Oh, no, 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 I don't want to feel that. So I better figure out what I'm going to do, or I better not do this thing, or I'm just going to close off to life because it feels safer than being open and holding the sensation. It's a sensation. But we project these stories onto what the sensation means. And then we say, I don't want to feel this. Thank you. But what if you could navigate your sensations with curiosity and neutrality? And you went into your body and your emotions and your feelings and your human psyche consciously with the awareness that, yes, it feels really real in here. And I'm going to honor it as it is really real because it is really real in my body with the pulled back, zoomed out awareness that it's not totally true, ultimately real, happening, or who I am, but is something that's in my field that I'm experiencing. I was talking about this with one of my mentors yesterday, about this balance as it comes to navigating your emotions to be able to stay open to the flow of life, to your connection with source, to the resources, to the support, to the guidance, to the wisdom, to all of the things. And we were talking about how so many people have this idea that it's like, I can't feel my feelings. Like if I'm, if I'm feeling any other way than positive, like, oh, that's not conscious. But consciousness isn't positivity, it's openness. It's no self. It's clarity. It's seeing beyond the filter of mind. But when there's emotion in the body, we need to understand and be able to meet it with consciousness so that it doesn't dictate the flow of our lives. So many of us struggle where we're like, I'm not going to look at this. <laughs> One of my friends texted me the other day. We were talking about this too. And she was like, I'm an avoidant girly. Like emotions come up and I'm like, mm -mm -mm, no, thank you, please. Not going to look at that. And meanwhile, it's there. And it's kind of, you know, lurking behind the scenes and it's controlling the way that you're thinking and it's still closing off your heart. You're just not thinking about it, not living up to my full potential, not doing what I came here to do, not being in the energy I desire to be in, not spreading my magic to the planet, but dun, 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 not going to think about it because if I don't think about it, it's not real. Or the camp that I tend to fall in <laughs> and lived in for most of my life. I called myself to her a no discernment girly. <laughs> every thought, every emotion. Oh my God, it's real. Oh my God, it's true. Oh my God, it's so serious. What if? Huh? I don't like this. Huh? Eh, eh. Swimming in it, basking in it, drowning in it, living in it. Neither of those frequencies are conscious frequencies. 
Neither of those frequencies are in alignment with your highest self. Neither of those frequencies are in alignment with your soul's desires. Neither of those frequencies are open and available to receive. And so when your channel is clogged, when your mind is clouded with all these ideas and fears and your heart is closed off, that's why I said you can believe that anything could change at any moment, but the truth is it can't unless you're open to it. And if you're closed off, you're not open. Right? So this shifted everything for me when I started realizing, let me just practice holding myself. Let me just practice being there for my human, but consciously choosing to transcend it and expand beyond it for the good of my evolution on this planet and what I'm here to do. Because I was finding that my own inability to sit with my emotions and process them and my own closing off of my heart around the fear of pain was keeping me from being able to share my message with you. So there was an incongruency. It was like, want to help millions of people with this message that could change the whole planet, but also feel terrified that if I share something, I'm going to feel pain because nobody's going to reach out and buy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just decided, screw that. I don't want to live in a world where I have to constantly be looking out for things that might hurt me. Instead, I want to start examining my thoughts and processing the emotions of hurt that exist no matter what is happening. Because it's all internal. Bad things don't happen out there. We think things are bad and we project them onto things that happen out there and then we feel bad in here. So I decided I was going to do the deep work of awakening, not to try to change the physical world so that I wouldn't feel this way. Like, well, if everybody would just buy everything, I wouldn't feel this way. Wrong. I've had everybody buy everything and still felt that way. Oh, yeah, I guess it's the filter. The screen needs to be cleaned. The heart needs to be cleared. The stuck emotions of pain in your body that you carry and project onto everything need to be dealt with. Not as a mental concept in your journal. Not for the rest of your life as, a, as an idea. But here and now, the moment you feel yourself hardening and closing off to try to protect yourself. Disconnecting from the moment. I'm going into my mind. I'm going into future tripping. I'm thinking about what might happen. I'm, I'm worried. I'm nervous. I'm, oh, I'm doing it. Okay, let me feel the energy in my body. What's going on in here? If the energy in my body is a reflection of my mind, and my mind is a reflection of the energy in my body, and it's not truly about what's happening because I'm just projecting this onto everything that's happening, let me stop trying to change the physical world and let me just deal with what's going on in here then I can actually be open to this moment and stay open to this moment and stay open when I want to close and transcend the tendency to close and keep opening and keep moving and keep being who I really am instead of what life has caused me to become and keep moving clearly and on purpose and keep doing the things and keep showing up and keep putting myself in vulnerable situations because I am here to create something bigger than what I've been conditioned to be. If you can't handle your own vulnerability, how can you ever expect to create something big and beautiful? You can only create what's a match to who you are. So if who you are is someone who's deeply afraid of being hurt, 
how will you move in the world with an open heart and from a big frequency that allows you to create an expansive life? You have to understand how to navigate your emotions to be able to tap into the magic. And I find that this is something that's not talked about a lot in the personal development space because a lot of people dangle this carrot like, oh, you want this dream life? You want me to help manifest this dream life in in 21 days or less? And it's just like, think these thoughts and feel these feelings and imagine it already happened and pretend it's already yours. And it's like, but what if you could just be the person who could create something big and incredible in every area of your life because of the person that you were in this lifetime? Because you knew how to dissolve your blocks. Because you knew how to meet your fear with consciousness. Because you knew how to actively manage and navigate the things that trigger you and to use them as a pathway to grow and expand. This is conscious creation. You evolve and life meets you. Can you feel how this is so important? to being in this relationship with life where you actually can be on the frequency where magic and miracles flow to you and through you. Where life is co-creating with you. That's the thing. When we imagine that we're this separate person and we go into our mind and start seeing through the lens of this human identity and we disconnect from the here and now because we're closing off our heart Again, life's trying to come through the shower head, but 12 of the 18 holes have have gunk in them. Got to clean that up. We want to help you. The money is here. The relationship is here. The next level idea is here. The client is here. The opportunity is here. The peace is here. The well-being is here. The fun is here. The joy is here. Everything you desire here coming and happening. Can you... Do the heart work. Can you stay open and available? Can you stop disconnecting yourself from the well-being of the isness of this here and now because of your human pain? In my experience, it doesn't go away. You just learn how to meet it more consciously and see, oh, it's doing that thing. Here I am. I'm identifying with my human. Okay, got it. I see. Oh, I'm going to do it again. Oh, look what I did over there. Okay, let me come back to my body to be present enough and awake enough and aware enough to see what's going on within me so that I don't keep creating my life on autopilot and can start creating it on purpose as the most conscious version of me. Don't need to get rid of your emotions or your pain or your human stuff. You need to be able to learn how to walk with it. Something that I really love about the, well, it's in a few different modules of becoming a conscious creator, but I was going to say about one of the modules in becoming a conscious creator that I love is that there's this blend We're not hanging out in the emotional stuff for eons and trying to figure out what happened in the past that made us this way. We're not healing the idea of mental wounds. We're not trying to forgive people that we imagine hurt us. We're recognizing that there's pain within me. And I'm creating suffering for myself 
And when I do this, I'm not in my highest potential. And that doesn't mean that I have to shame myself for having feelings. It means that I need to learn how to process and honor them so things can move through me. So I can feel things because I'm human and I'm going to feel things and I want to feel things. That's why I came to have this physical body, but they don't get to determine how I see the present moment and how I move. Once you start to break free in this way and really learn how to meet the moment with an open heart, your mind doesn't scare you anymore. Potential outcomes don't have power over you. You have power over you. And you recognize that there's only two frequencies you can be in. In reality or in your haunted house nightmare story about what's happening in reality. And those are very different frequencies. I had an experience where a couple of years ago I was launching something and I was on vacation. The most gorgeous place I've ever been in my life. It's called Ventana in Big Sur. If you ever go to Big Sur and you ever go there, you will have the time of your life. It is my favorite place on the planet, quite literally. <clears throat> and it's this beautiful resort in the woods. Redwoods, like hundreds of feet tall, cold, crisp air, smells like eucalyptus everywhere. The ocean's across the street, deep in the mountains, and it's so peaceful and well done. And the people there are so lovely and the food is so good. And I went when I was launching. And I was in this like time of my life vibes. And I would notice that my mind would go into, nobody bought this program. And I would, hmm? And I'd, hmm. I want to keep eating this chocolate-covered strawberry. I don't really want to think about that right now. And I'd eat the chocolate-covered strawberry in the sun. And then I'd go lay in the infinity pool. And I'd get sun on my face. And my mind would say, we've only made this much money this month. And I'd go, Ugh. And I'd feel the closure. And then I'd, Ugh. I kind of just want to keep eating this quesadilla right now. And then I'd go for my walk in the forest. And I'd be laying on the ground looking at the stars and the moon. And my mind would be like, oh my God, everything's going backwards and we're failing and everything's going to fall apart. And I just kept noticing that I had the ability to tune into that. And it kept getting offered to me by my mind, this thing, Christina. And I, hmm. I don't really want to ruin this moment with this, <laughs> with the feeling. Like it was like, in my mind, it was this haunted house of distortion and delusion and pain and suffering and fear and all this stuff. And I it was getting my attention like it always sometimes did. And then I would just be like, but I actually feel like I could just be like this guy right now who's just laying here reading a book. He looks pretty happy. Like I don't have to go into that. And it was the first time that I think I consciously recognized that those two different frequencies existed and that I had a choice. Like you don't actually have to keep going into all of those thoughts. But the reason that we do keep going into all of those thoughts is because of the unprocessed energy in the body that makes them feel very true and real and has a specific frequency to it. So now that I've transcended that, and you do actually get to transcend your closures to stay open to life, to the infinite possibilities and pathways and magic and all the things. Once I transcended that, transcended that tendency to close, 
I was like, oh, now I don't feel like how many people bought so far or how much money came in so far. Any of those things feel scary. There's not that emotional charge. All those thoughts could come through my mind now and there'd be zero reactivity to them. Because I know that it's not about that thing happening that feels scary, but the fact that there's fear and pain within me that's attaching to something happening and saying, that would be scary. But what's scary is that we're closing ourselves off to the present moment now for fear that something could happen in the future without realizing that we're already feeling the thing that we're afraid to feel later and we're creating it now and projecting it onto later. And we just don't have to do that. Ah, and it can feel so heavy. It was, I'll be honest with you, a very long journey for me to be at this place of being able to remain open to life. I kept wanting to throw on that coat again and again and again until I really created and, and sat with this process for myself that I'm going to teach you in the program on like how to actually meet my edges and my resistance and my fear and my vulnerability. Because again, I knew from all of the expansion that had happened that it actually was so simple and easy that I just had to be open and stay open and be on the frequency. So it was deeply frustrating that it was like, ah, I know how easy this is. I just have to get out of the way and stay connected to my true self, to the source. Everything is taken care of. But I couldn't seem to actually stay open because there was this, ah, that would be bad. I don't like that. That would be scary. We need to have the emotional intelligence to realize that it's not that thing that's actually bad or scary. It's the fact that we have a narrative and an unquestioned belief around this pain in our heart and we're not able to notice that a thought comes in and it triggers a feeling and all of a sudden we're lost in it. We can't even see clearly. We can't think clearly. We're not feeling in alignment with our true self. And all the while, the well-being of this universe exists floats all around everything you require and everything you desire floating right here circling above your head waiting for you to open up to let it land we've got to take off that coat <sighs> without changing the thought to they will buy later don't worry yeah i don't personally focus on changing any thoughts um my work is not really about reprogramming anything. It's about awakening beyond the whole story-making machine. So to me, it's just recognizing that there's a thought going by. Nobody's going to buy. It's a neutral thought. It does not mean anything. But there's a feeling associated with that thought that's triggering my programming. What am I making that mean about me that I'm closing off? Or what am I making that mean about this moment that makes me close off? To me, first of all, I don't feel like changing my thoughts would make me feel better. I feel like I would just be trying to pacify the fear with someone who's equally as afraid. It's like, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. People are going to buy. <laughs> like, that's not soothing. And it's not people buying that's going to soothe this. It's soothing this, regardless of if people buy. And... Soothing this and knowing how to navigate and lead yourself is actually what allows you to stay open, which allows people to feel you, which allows people to buy. People don't want to be led by someone who is not leading themselves. They can feel that. 
they want to be led by someone who knows how to navigate their own stuff. But aside from the aspect of that, the thought changing, for me, it's really just, can I have that awareness that there's a thought and a story being projected onto this moment and there's a feeling that comes with it and either I see that and I'm aware of it and I know how to consciously create space and break through it, which is also a module in becoming a conscious creator, um, or I'm becoming it and I'm believing it and I'm reacting to it and I'm creating my whole life through it and it's owning me. So for me, changing the thought never changed my level of consciousness. Um, and I just don't personally find it necessary to change thoughts at all. Thoughts to me are all, all thoughts to me are distortion. It's just, I want to be clear. I want to be clean. I want to be open and connected to this moment beyond all thought, beyond all story, beyond all identities and, and concepts and beliefs. That to me is when you're really open. I'm not open because I know people are going to buy. I'm open because I want to stay open for me. I'm not open because I know something is going to happen. I'm open because I don't want to close my heart off to life because it hurts when I do that to me. Life isn't causing me to close off my heart. My stories about life are. My unexamined, unprocessed pain that keeps cropping up in the moment is causing me to unplug from life. Life is really friendly and abundant and kind and supportive. It's the most incredible thing when you learn how to expand beyond your stories of life and you experience life in reality, in this moment, and this moment, and this moment. And the more you stay open to truth, the more peace you feel, the more ease you feel, the more joy you feel where you're like, why was I reaching for that old coat? I don't need it. Not only am I safe without this coat, but I'm good. Like, there are no bad guys knocking at my door. I, I'm just laying on a bed watching TV. And I'm good. Like, the energy is good in the present moment beyond your idea of what's happening. And when you don't unplug from this moment because you're not trying to protect yourself, the things that manifest through you, the things that life flows through your channel, are so much bigger and juicier and more delicious than you could ever imagine in your freaking wildest dreams and you realize like that was always here it was just waiting for me to be able to be the person who could not close myself off and unplug from the energy so we have to realize it's not you who's actually afraid to feel pain it's your ego it's your self-concept. I realized this when I was kind of, you know, processing all of this stuff in my business around my own tendency to close. When I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I've experienced a lot of pain in my life. My mom died. One of my good friends was murdered. I've had my heart broken. I've had a whole lifetime of suffering. Like, I think I could handle if people didn't buy something. But it's not the conscious mind that's afraid. It's the unconscious self that lives inside of you. And unless you're awake to this moment, unless you're conscious in this here and now to notice that there's this other part of you that's constantly projecting itself onto things, 
you're not actually going to be able to experience the bigness and the fullness and the richness that you desire in this lifetime or whatever you're here to bring for the world, for the planet, for humanity. Because all of this will just be a mental concept. Because at the end of the day, you might be like, well, I'm not afraid if that happens, I'll be fine. And it's like, well, tell that to your body. <laughs> like my conscious mind, I'll be okay. My emotional pain, oh my God, I'm not even okay now. I would die if that happened. And I'm dying now. Oh, I just want the physical world to look differently so I don't have to feel this way. You see that there's a disconnect. That's why the awareness of the fact that we're having thoughts and the awareness of the fact that emotions are arising within us and an awareness of the fact that this pain is projecting itself again and again and again is what breaks the cycles. That's why I believe a lot of the work that is in traditional manifestation is, is surface level. Yes, I talk about energetics. Yes, I talk about conscious creation. Yes, I talk about the magic of the universe. But the deep, deep work that I live and share and practice that allows me to be able to create with life at this capacity, with ease and simplicity, where I'm always taken care of and provided and supported, and I feel like I'm on a magic carpet ride of things just flowing and unfolding and being led to where I need to go and everything floating to me is because I do this work of awakening. It's the only way you can truly be open. I don't mean open like, yeah, you know what? I'll be, I'll be open to life. Like I'm open. Oh, sorry. I'm shaking the screen here. I mean, open to life that there's not two of you. There's not, there's an awareness that there's two, but there's a oneness in your being. Like, it's not, okay, I feel good now. No, I don't feel good now. It's just, I feel good now. Because I'm not cutting myself off from this moment with my stories and my emotions. And if I feel things, I'm going to walk myself through it. I'm going to process it. And I'm going to come back to reality. And come back to my true self. That can feel things without becoming them. And experience things without believing them. And stop creating this suffering for myself that's blocking me, disconnecting me, and keeping life from being able to create with me and, and flow to me and through me. Everything that I've created in my life has been a co-creation. Anybody who says differently about their experience simply is unaware. <laughs> Nobody does anything on their own. And especially when you see someone, you're like, whoa, how'd they build that? How'd they create that? How'd they do that? I'm like, their level of consciousness. Life did the heavy lifting, but they were open for life to come in to move them. They were open for life to flow and create through them and drive the car. Who they were being in the world was coming from truth and clarity and consciousness. They weren't closing off at every story in their mind. They weren't disconnecting from every sensation in their body. They knew how to hold their human and keep staying open and keep flowing with life and keep meeting life with a clear eye and an open heart instead of all of this funk and disconnection and distortion of me, my life story, my pain, what happened to me that's just recycled onto everything, creating the same experiences. So, it's not enough to just, okay, I know Christina's talking about getting on this frequency. Let me just try to feel a certain way to be on the frequency. 
the way that you get on the frequency is by not closing. It's not, let me be positive or happy or think something's going to go a certain way or let me imagine that there are limitless possibilities and pathways available to me right now because that's going to allow me to feel good and that will be on the frequency. No. You being unshakable in who you are because you're able to master yourself. That's what opens you up to the frequency. You no longer imagining that there's something out there that you need to protect yourself from so you can stay open to the well-being and the peace and the joy that's already here. And then look, things start flowing. Things start coming through. And then you have evidence. Oh, look, my state of being is affecting what's being made manifest through my channel. And if you're here to create an expansive life for yourself and for the people that you love and care about, there's something you came here to do to help people, to create something. You believe in a bigger vision for this planet. You better learn how to get out of your own way. Not down the line, like right now. Because these two incongruent frequencies, they're not going to get you to where you want to go. You can't skip this work. And I say in Becoming a Conscious Creator, for those of you who are already inside, you know, but there's, um, there is a section, so it's a, it's a private podcast, and there's a transmission all about how to use this program, like basically the vibes. And one of the things I say is do not skip ahead to the, to the shiny program, uh, sorry, the shiny transmission that you're like, ooh, I want to learn about <clears throat> manifestation or business or money or relationship, whatever. Because the first handful of modules are all about awakening to your true nature, breaking free from your mind, transcending your triggers, mastering your unconscious patterns, breaking free from the things that are holding you back and slowing you down, personal power, self-belief. And you just can't get to these later codes and transmissions and modules or pieces in your life that you're like, I want to create this without doing this work. You can still create without being, as some people would say, fully healed. I don't believe you're broken to need healing, nor do I think there would be such a thing as fully healed. It's really being conscious of the fact that you have an ego. But we can't bypass all of this and just say, okay, I want to create an expansive lifestyle. Let me learn about manifestation. This is not a manifestation program. I do not teach manifestation. I teach conscious creation. And there is a difference. Conscious creation is under this idea and this assumption and this, this awareness that we're all already creating our lives. So if you say, how do I create my life? I'm like, you're doing it now. <laughs> how do I manifest this thing into my experience? You're already manifesting. You're already creating. But the question is, are you doing it consciously or unconsciously? And the question is, are you living consciously or unconsciously? Because how you live and who you be is what you create in the world. So it's very black and white to me. You can't just feel the feelings of something. You can't just pretend it's already yours or visualize something. You actually have to be the person who can create it in the world. Someone who's here to create wealth can't be tripping in scarcity. Someone who's here to circulate prosperity to the planet can't be attaching their sense of self to how much money they have and make. It can't be their identity. 
they're never going to be clear enough to receive and conscious enough to move to be able to do the thing. Someone who wants to have a family, to have a beautiful, intimate, high-level relationship cannot be drowning in the fear of being rejected. You might have an experience of being rejected in your human psyche and conditioning, that's fine. But you can't be letting it lead you like a sleeping robot. It's not a match. You've got to do this consciousness work. And from where I stand, it's all consciousness work. When I talk about relationship, when I talk about money, when I talk about work, when I talk about the universe, when I talk about manifestation, when I talk about emotions, when I talk about thoughts, when I talk about patterns, when I talk about ego, it's all consciousness, this one lens, speaking on to different fragments of the human experience. So what I'm really excited about in this program is that this is the process and the way of being that you create your life on purpose consciously from the truth of who you really are instead of what you've been conditioned to be. Then once you understand how to do that, we're like, great, let's bring it into relationships so you can deepen the flow of your intimacy. Let's bring this into money so you can break free from these patterns and start to create and generate it on purpose and receive with ease. Let's bring this into your work so you reach more people, so you attract more opportunities, so your message gets out there, so you can help people. Let's bring this into who you're being on a daily basis so you can experience the life that you desire to experience and you can spread this energy with who you are and what you do to the planet. It's one continual understanding that is flown through all of these different lenses. And what feels, I'll read this in a second, I want to finish this sentence. And what feels really important about this to me is that you understand how simple it is. I see so many people, of course, my past self included, which is how this work came to me and (laughs) I created this program, but feeling like it's like I got to do all of this work in all these different areas and I'm not really sure how to bring this into being and I don't know what I got to clean up there and that's not really landing there and this definitely needs love and support, but like, what do I do about all of these things? And my answer and the antidote for me is like everything that's in this program, it's It's the process of learning how to create consciously that shifts everything naturally. It's not, okay, let's do the healing relationship work. Let's do the money work. Let's do the business work. It's let's awaken. Let's expand as beings. Let's evolve. And as we awaken and as we expand and as we evolve, how we show up to all these different areas is from a much higher frequency And all of these different things and all of these different topics and all of these different areas transform as a result of who we have become. This is what it means to create your life consciously from the inside out. Not the outside in, let me get this thing, but let me focus on me. This program is about you. It's not about your life. It's about you evolving. And as you evolve, your life evolves too. And from where I stand, it really is this simple and it really is this black and white. And I will die on this hill because I'm here to do big shit in the world. And I believe this message could change the trajectory of the collective forever. Not just while I'm alive, but long after I'm gone. So I want you to know that it actually is this simple. When you understand how to awaken and live on purpose, everything else falls into place internally and externally. 
You don't need to read all of these books. You don't need to take a hundred programs. You don't need to have five different mentors for five different things. You don't need to go to see a shaman and a healer and do Reiki every Sunday. Unless you want to. You're not broken. You just haven't been given the tools to create from the truth of who you really are. But that's why I'm here. And that's what we're doing in this program. The simplicity of it is the reason I love it. You could miss me with a program that has all of this homework and all of these different things and things I have to practice and do. I'm like, I'm not into that. I want to live my life and I want to have the tools and the keys and the codes so when something crops up, I can recognize that's not me and I know what to do in the moment to shake myself awake and break myself free and to come back into alignment with who I really am. This limitless self who's open and available to life that life is creating with and through. Because I want to be happy and free. And I want to expand my reality for me and for you and for the good of this planet. And I can't do that if I'm still unconsciously creating my reality. All right, what was the question up here? Does it work if you keep walking through fear? Like, still scared but doing the thing anyway, or will it not work because you're still closing? I, I think it's less about, would you say love at the end there, or will that not work because you're still closing? It's not about, like, will it not work? It's about me recognizing that fear is a, is a, is a sensation. Fear is a psychological, like, presence. That it's something that's it's not the truth and it's not real. It's just, like, a, a sensation and a physiological experience that I'm having. So is it possible for me to do something still with that inner state? Yes. And I think that that's important to be able to walk with both so that you don't think, I need to be in perfect energy to do things. I've had fear come up, but I, the difference is I'm not drowning in the fear. There's a difference between I'm feeling fear within me and I'm afraid. If I'm afraid, I've identified with fear. And if I've identified with fear, I've identified with my mind. If I've identified with my mind that I'm not open to my channel of highest truth and self. So can you experience fear and move? Yes. Can you be stuck in fear, believe that it's real, and think that it's actually true and happening and still move? I don't think so. Because one is like, I'm holding this thing and I'm walking with it and I know that it's not me and I'm experiencing it and, and I come back to myself and I don't let it stop me. And the other is, it's here and it feels real and uh, I don't move. That being said, I am a walking contradiction. I said this to my mastermind yesterday. I was like, I'll come in hot with this thing and then I'll contradict it completely. I had and, and, and experienced a lot of fear on my path and my journey and my work. And I still was able to create massive things. But I was aware that yes, it was, they were massive things, but there was so much more for me. It was like, okay, maybe I, I did build this incredibly big business. Maybe I did crack into wealth. Maybe I have created all of this momentum and heat in, in, the, in my work, in my TV career. But the bigness that I desired was not just in the physical world. It was in me. It was like, I want more for myself. I want to experience 
<clears throat> more peace and more joy and more power. I want to be able to build and create and do things from this confidence. And that was the more that I wanted really. And so from that place of owning that, what I created before then was just so small in comparison. So I'm saying this because, yeah, you can still create up into a certain capacity that might be bigger than what you've created before, which is what happened to me. It was like, whoa, I never thought that I would create this, this effortlessly, this easily in this way. But then there was this feeling of like, there's more and I'm not yet a match to it because of all of this conditioning that I haven't really liberated myself from or haven't really learned how to do that. So you can still create, things can still come through but not at the capacity and to the caliber and the degree that your soul is here for. The version of me that built a seven-figure business is not the version of me who's going to take this work to millions of people. Two different people. I had to grow and evolve hundreds and thousands of times from that version of me to become this person now. I have no resistance and fears and attachments to anything. I could show up on this live and if nobody came, I would still teach it like there were millions of people here. That is the person who can, who can leave a legacy and lead a movement. And I didn't just visualize becoming this person. I did the freaking work of awakening again and again and again around all of these mental concepts and taking my power back and recognizing and learning how to process these stuck energies and developing the personal power developing the self-belief, deepening my frequency, deepening my connection and being on purpose because I have so much more that I desire to create in this lifetime. Like I am just getting started. I literally feel like everything I did up until this moment was adorable. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) Watch me go because I've unleashed myself. I've unlocked myself. And not just once and for all, but I have the tools and the wisdom and the codes to keep doing it whenever my ego comes up and it wants to drive the car. And I'm like, no, I'm going this way. This is my life. Actually, we're here to help the planet. This is where we're going. Actually, we want to be happy. This is where we're going. Actually, we want to be free. Actually, we want to create wealth. Actually, we want to create intimacy. I'm driving the damn car now, not my mind. Not my emotions. Do they crop up? Yep. But there's not this same uh, attachment to them where I'm believing them so deeply and truly that's causing me to fall asleep within the dream and keep repeating the same patterns and loops and not unlocking what's true and available for me. So yes, I do believe that you can still create, but what I would really want to, to focus on is not the fact that like, oh, okay, I can still create things with fear, but I don't want to drown in fear. And I want to be aware of when fear is present in my home, in my space, because fear is just another distortion and illusion that keeps me from feeling how I want to feel and being who I want to be. That is the most important thing. When that's the focus, I'm like, whatever, man, fear can crop up, but I'm still doing the thing. And it doesn't own me and it doesn't pull at me and it doesn't keep me from moving. So I think that's something that's important with our relationship to our emotions and sensation and our mind as well is, is having that emotional intelligence and awareness without needing to get rid of it, but being able to process it and honor it. Or if it's there, just not allowing it to create through you. You know, like I remember when my mom died 
I was rightfully so very depressed and I was traveling alone for six months and I was having suicidal thoughts and I was in Hawaii and I remember being like, what is the point of any of this if I can't be here and be happy? Like I'm just drowning in suffering. And I had one powerful moment where I was like, all right, pain, you want to go get a coconut? All right, sadness. Do you want to go lay on the beach? All right, despair. Do you want to go for a ride in the Jeep? Like there was just this softness around the fact that it was there and awareness that it wasn't me while still not allowing it to. to... And that actually allowed me to transcend it. We can allow things to be without bypassing them. And we can allow things to move through us without turning it into a hardened emotional state of reactivity and identity that keeps us from unlocking our potential and doing what we came here to do on this planet and living life as who we really are and came here to be. And that is where I find the mastery in the blend. Oh, sorry, I'm like shaking this phone right now on my little stand. I'm so bad at drinking water. I can't tell you how many pictures are on my camera roll. <laughs> that literally just, my shirt's drenched in water. All right, love. So what I want to say to close out this transmission. Take the physical world off the pedestal. Take the things that you desire to create off the pedestal. See and understand in the depths of your being that life is just a mirror for how you're showing up and your level of consciousness. And focus on you. Like get right with you. Find peace for you. Don't find peace so you can open up your channel so things can flow in. Find deep soul satisfaction in this moment. Not so you can become magnetic and everything you want can start being magnetized to you. But for you. Become more conscious because you want to evolve. Because what you want, what you really, 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 really want is the version of you who is on the other side of these experiences that you're projecting yourself into. You know that the version of you who's living in that, they disconnect. So understand, you don't have to disconnect from the physical world. You don't have to say, whatever, I'm a spiritual being and I don't care, I'm going to die anyway. You are and it's true and that's really a beautiful part of this experience too. But my point is we can be in relationship with the physical world without getting lost in it and seeking our sense of self in it and attaching to it. And once we do that, because we do this deep inner work of awakening to who we really are, and we Did you hear any of that? <laughs> basically, basically what I'm saying, even if you heard all of it and it didn't freeze on your end, I'm going to say it again. It's worth repeating. Do the consciousness work for you, for your peace. You didn't hear. Oh, okay, great. Do the conscious. Well, not great, but great that I'm saying it again. Do the conscious. <laughs> do the consciousness work for you. Step into peace for you. Find this deep soul satisfaction independent of what's happening in the physical world for you. Find this love within your heart for you. Put the stories on the shelf for you. Learn how to process the feelings for you. Don't do this so you can get that from life. 
Even if you get that from life, you will not be happy. I don't want you to just manifest everything on your vision board. <laughs> I want you to be conscious and awake and happy. And I want you to be free. And I want you to experience the fullness of who you really are in this lifetime and have the physical world reflect that back to you in your reality. This is the difference. So this is the vibe of creating from the inside out. If you want to learn this with me, Becoming a Conscious Creator is the program where we do that. Pre-sale price of 1111 goes up to 2222 tomorrow. So if you're someone who loves the abundance vibes of saving, you get instant access to everything. Jump into right away. I think the link is in my stories. It's definitely in my bio. You can also shoot me a message if you want to come play. Oh, I forgot to mention, I said this on my stories, but um, I feel like the transmissions are complete. I know <laughs> I came in hot and I was like, 10 days, I'm going live for 10 days. But yesterday, the energy was kind of feeling for me like I said everything I wanted to say. And intentionality and integrity is really important to me. Um, so this will be the last transmission because I do not want to just show up just to talk. Uh, I feel like the potency of these five days has been really delicious and complete. So this will be our last transmission. The past few days will live up on my feed so you can come back to them again and again and again. Yay, I'm so glad. And I love you so much. Thank you for being here live or on the replay today or all the days or some of the days. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I believe in you. I'm here for you. And I hope you have a beautiful, incredible, peaceful weekend. All right, loves, and that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard here, if you had some breakthroughs, some deepening, some aha moments, I would absolutely love to hear what those were by tagging me at Christina LaCary on Instagram, or you can leave a review here on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me to really get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear more of, what you want to go deeper in to serve you at the highest capacity. I love you so much. Thank you again for being here and I will talk to you in the next episode.